Psalm 92 verse 12 to 13, the Bible says the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree and he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Growth is part of our lives. Even in our natural lives, we know that we need to continue to grow. A baby does not remain a baby, but a baby needs to grow. A baby needs to learn. A baby needs to be taught. A baby needs to take in and needs to be developed. And friend, this is no different in our spiritual lives. That as spiritual children of God, and as we have been born again, we need to grow. Otherwise, we remain as spiritual babies, undeveloped, not growing and not knowing how to walk in the newness of life. God wants us to experience His life in fullness, but this can only happen when we grow. So how can we grow? What can we do to grow in our spiritual life? What can we do to grow in our new identity in Christ? Friend, today I want to give you three things that you can do to grow in your new identity. My name is Pastor Gerald and this is Grace Waves. Good morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining me today for this devotional. I'm always so excited to be able to bring you this message. Now, in 1 Peter, sorry, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Savior. Now, it is important for us that we grow as children of God. And I'm going to give you today three ways that you can grow spiritually as a Christian, as a child of God. And if you stick to the end, I'm going to give you a fourth bonus tip as to how you can continue to grow as a child of God. Now, there are many more things that we can talk about, but for today, we'll stick to those three and then that additional one. To the first way that you can grow as a child of God in your new identity is by grace. Grace is the th way that we grow as Christians because our growth is by grace. It is through God's work, God's ability, God's favor, God's blessing, God's provision, God's, you know, God's work, the, the circumstances and the paths that He leads us on, those are all by grace. And we need to continue to receive grace upon grace upon grace. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10, Paul writes and he says, By the grace of God, I am what I am. And His grace was not bestowed upon me in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. And so here we see that Paul says that he has become this person, who he is and what he's able to do because of God's grace. And it's the same for you and for me that we need to receive grace. We need that humility in 1 Peter chapter 5 to receive grace upon grace, to receive greater grace so that we are able to grow. 
because if you think about a, a, a you know like a little seed a plant that needs to grow that seed will not grow if it's not watered if it doesn't receive the nourishment from the soil and from the sun and from the water then that seed will not grow into the a, a tree and so in the same way we need to continue to receive by faith the things that we hear the things that we learn the things that we are taught the things that we know through the word of god the things that we are discipled in so that we can grow you cannot grow if you do not receive and if you do not receive there is nothing that can make cause you to grow and that's why many people they are adults but they are still babies right they're still children because they refuse to grow they refuse to receive they refuse to be taught they refuse to be corrected they refuse to be instructed but through god's grace we can grow and then the second point in how we can grow friend is through the word of god the truth of god truth is that nourishment for our soul right it is it is that sustenance that gives us the food that we need to make us strong and 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 in first peter chapter 2 verse 2 peter writes and he says as newborn babes desiring the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby and so when we are still spiritually you know immature or babies or it's still young we need to receive milk which is you know the word but it is like it is like you know in small pieces little but it's easy to congest it is easy to take in like a baby needs milk they cannot have solid food but as you grow you also outgrow milk right i don't know if you still drink milk i mean we drink milk but in a way that a baby only drinks milk we don't because our bodies develop and as we grow we need more and more and we need food that can give us more sustenance and that is more suitable for our place in life and in the same way spiritually we might start off with milk but we cannot continue with milk you need to go on to to solid food to meat so that you are able to receive the right kind of food for the right kind of place that you are at in your growth in your identity and that's why teaching is so important why you know receiving the word of god studying the bible listening to a devotional listening to a class or a message so that you can grow and grow and you cannot always you know remain in sunday school <laughs> you need to graduate you need to move on to deeper things and more things of the lord so that you are able thereby to be challenged and then to to grow more and more again in the word of god and so that's the second point the third point is faith faith also causes us to grow the bible says in first uh, not for <laughs> in not first romans but romans chapter 1 verse 17 that the just shall live by faith right the just shall live by faith and our lives as christians as children of god is by faith faith says yes faith receives that grace faith receives the word of god so that it is able to teach us so that it is able to transform you so that you can grow faith is like chewing right chewing your food swallowing the food that's faith you know if you don't have unbelief is like you get it you in your mouth but you spit it out what happens to a child when they refuse to eat they become sick 
They become, you know, like like malnourished. They become skinny and sickly, and oh, eventually you have to get, you know, a, a drip to feed you because you won't take the food into your mouth. And so we need to live by faith, and that means that we chew our food, that we take in the word of God, that we receive grace, that we are humble enough to be teachable, to be instructable, to be able to be led and discipled, so that we can grow. You have to become willing to be the fool if you want to become the master. But we have to become in a place where we are willing to submit ourselves to teaching and to learn and to grow. And that never ends. We can never be in a place in our lives where we can say, well, I don't need the word of God anymore. You know, I've, I've outgrown that. I don't need I don't need teaching anymore. I don't need I don't need the church anymore. You know, I'm 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 so mature now that I don't need that. And that is not possible. Right? That is like saying, well, I'm so big now, I don't need to eat anymore. <laughs> you need to eat constantly no matter how mature you are. In fact, the more mature you are, the more you realize the need for food, the need for sustenance and the right kind of sustenance. If you want to look after your body and, you know, ask people that are into, you know, fitness and they really take care of their bodies and want to take their bodies to a new growth and to a new level, they take, take care of what they eat because they understand that 70% of the work is in what you eat. And in the same way with us as spiritual people, it is what you eat spiritually, what you are receiving that is the most important and you can never stop receiving. The same way like you eat every day, you need to receive the word daily. And so friend, that is the first three. And then I'm going to give you a fourth and bonus one this morning. And that is the church, the body of Christ. In Ephesians chapter 4, you can read the whole chapter. The Bible speaks about how that we are able to grow. If you read specifically in Ephesians 4 verse 16, it says that we grow together, that we, the body of Christ is edified and it grows together in love. And in the church is a place, you know, I think about the church like a greenhouse. Like you can grow in the wilderness, but it's going to be so much more harsh. Your potential is so much, so much more hindered. There are some things that you just cannot learn with outside of the church. <clears throat> there are some things that you'll just never grow in outside of having that covering, having that place like that, you know, like it's, it, is, it is a place of safety, a place where you can be nourished and where you can grow and where you can be encouraged. And therefore, we need the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. We need to be a part of that in order for us to grow. The moment that we separate ourselves from that, we greatly hinder our growth. And, you know, this is even a principle that is true in the world. It is not just a principle that matters in church. We know and people that are successful know that if you want to become successful, if you want to grow, you have to surround yourself with the right kind of people. You have to surround yourself with the people that you want to be like. And so if you want to become spiritually mature, you need to surround yourself with spiritually mature people. And that's not just, you know, listening to Pastor So-and-so from overseas on YouTube or on Facebook. 
That is not what I'm talking about. You need a family, a spiritual family where you can be encouraged, where you can have fellowship, where you can be corrected in love, where you can be taught, where you can teach others, because that is all part of the process of growth. Now, friend, that is all the time that I have this morning to share with you. There are many more things that we can do to, to, to grow in our spiritual life. And if you are interested to know more, you can let me know and I can this have we can have that discussion in the comments or on WhatsApp or wherever. But thank you so much for listening today. And I hope that you enjoyed this week's messages on identity. And if you have, please let me know. I'd like to know which topics you guys would like to listen to more. As always, friend, remember to listen to God's heartbeat. May you have an awesome and wonderful day. God bless you.